Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very slow. all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. (laughs) Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. This is the Green Zone. Oh he is the fattest man in the NFL. This is the Green Zone with Dave Ross and Wes Reynolds on VSEN, the sports betting network. We begin hour number six of the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. All these games now in the third quarter. Still 17-7 out there in Seattle. But the Bears actually on the move there. A potential turnover in Las Vegas as the Raiders are driving in their first possession. We'll check that. And still waiting for the third quarter to kick off between the Steelers and the Chiefs. Yeah, Steelers down 23 to nothing. And by the way, the Steelers have been outscored 114 to 19 in the first half in the last six games. Ooh. So second half number currently KC minus three and a half. Seeing some 19 and a half and some 20 out there on the total currently. All right, let's get back out to Tank Williams for more on that. So Tank again, boy, it just feels like the Steelers are dead. And maybe overbackers aren't liking the fact that the Chiefs missed that field goal there at the end of the first half. They keep it at least manageable, potentially a three-score game, technically still for the Steelers, but right now just no signs of life offensively. Yeah, no signs of life. And then the Chiefs are set to get the ball to start this second half as well. And so they may come out a little, you know, P.O. that they didn't finish the half the right way try to get clicking on all cylinders on offense, and if they can start this drive, end up with a touchdown, go up 30 to nothing, then I think we may have the Steelers. The Steelers may have the Chiefs, like, right where they want them (laughs) at that point, where it's just like they just go ahead and just take the gloves off and then just start slinging the ball around the field. I mean, I'm just waiting. I mean, I'm still waiting for that motivation for the Steelers. Uh, Haven't seen it yet. Haven't seen any signs of life yet, but maybe this opening drive for the Chiefs may be the thing that seals the deal. I guess we will see. Well, you know, it's interesting you say that. And I guess for second half players here, Tank, 
when you look at the Steelers not getting 26 and a half, and again, you've seen some numbers, West around 20 total points here for the second half. Do you, do you believe at some point it will open up for the Steelers? Might they be live players at least to take the 26 and a half points? I mean, the one thing that we can say is that the Steelers have been in positions like this where it looks ugly and that the offense has no signs of life whatsoever. And it just takes one play to get that offense going. Now, I don't know if it'll happen against the Chiefs just because they've been playing that good on defense. But like I said, I mean, all it takes is one play. And I, we've seen Claypool come up with two amazing catches. We know Deontay Johnson can get going on the other side. We know that Najee Harris can rip off a run or he may be able to break a little short pass and turn it into something more. And so that's what it's going to take to spark that Steelers offense. We haven't seen any signs besides a couple of Chase, uh, Chase Claypool catches, but Maybe we can do that, or maybe it'll be the defense that sparks it, get a turnover mm. or something like that. But um, right now, I feel like we're just grasping at straws right now and just trying to say all these for this. But right now, <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs are shutting all those down. Yeah, they are. Chiefs yeah. getting that ball first, as you mentioned, Tate. They've already got about second and two right now as they begin yeah, playing the third quarter. I held the nose and took three and a half, so 26 and a half basically okay. on the end game here for the Pittsburgh Steelers because I do think the Chiefs are going to run the ball a little bit more in the second half. It's like... We know we're probably good here that this team does not have the offense to come back. So there you see two handoffs, the first two plays of the second half and, and still 23 to nothing Kansas City over Pittsburgh. Uh, looks like we do have a lead change, actually. And uh, oh. we'll get to that momentarily. We have a lead change right here in Las Vegas. Okay. And before we uh, talk about that, let's talk to Eric Edholm with the Bears and Seahawks. Eric, our Snover, what's going on? It looks like the Bears might have just gotten into the end zone here. Literally, as we speak, I think we just had to bring you on to get more points. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a way of uh, bringing those things out. Khalil Herbert, actually, the uh, the number two running back, and the Bears have run the ball pretty well today. Uh, just got into the end zone in a little draw play here. So after a Seattle punt to open the second half, they did nothing and, and took no time off the clock. The Bears came down on a very nice drive here, 20-yard touchdown by Herbert who, if you guys remember, was terrific when David Montgomery was out of the lineup, had some real nice splash games, looks like a bright part of the future. Whether that includes Matt Nagy or not, we do not know. But the Bears have now cut the lead to three, Seattle leading 17-14. to Started to get something going on that drive with the run game. Pretty impressive. Nick Foles has been hit or miss, hasn't done much down the field. I think his longest completion is like 16 yards or something. But the run game has been fairly solid for the Bears, so... All of a sudden, pretty tight game. We got 31 points towards your uh, your uh, your slover, I yeah, guess you'd say. It's, it's getting there. It has there. been a slover Snow, so far. Snover. <laughs> it has been. It has been, though, so far. But 17 to 14 now. Six minutes left to go in the third quarter. Second half total was 20. So that basically made it 44 in terms of the end game. We'll get that price to you momentarily when available at BetMGM. And the Steelers did get a stop of the Chiefs on the Chiefs' first possession of the third quarter. So they will get the football back. I know that the Chiefs are looking for a little P.I. No call there. Yeah, a little bit of incidental contact with uh, Hardman. It looked like uh, Minka Fitzpatrick. So the Chiefs finally going to punt today. Wow. Townsend on for Kansas City. First punt, 90 seconds into the third quarter there. Now it's up to the Steeler offense. Uh, to try to get something going. They'll take over about their own 28-yard line there. And we've got a price here in Seattle. 17-14, as I mentioned, six minutes left to go, third quarter. Seahawks minus 5.5, minus a buck 20, 45.5 the current. Total. You mentioned a score change, a lead change in Las Vegas. Let's go back out uh, to David Gascon. And, David, again, I'm sure if you're a Raider backer first half and you're like – 
oh, now you take the lead? I mean, you, you gave away two turnovers at the end of the first half, so I blow my first half Raider play, and now you take the lead? All right, we'll get back to David here in one second, get that mic situated there. But again, 14-13 uh, with the Raiders taking the lead here. Yeah, Raiders minus one and a half, plus a buck oh five, minus 125 on the Denver side. 44 and a half the total, minus 135 on the silver and black, plus 110 on the Broncos. All right, let's get back out to David Gascon. So, David, yeah, really impressive after shaking off a bad ending to the first half, but a great start to the second half. Yeah, I mean, if you're a team, it doesn't matter if you're Denver or Las Vegas. Like, you want to, you don't want to rely on what you did in the opening half and take anything for granted. And I think the Raiders showed promise here in this third quarter. Go right down the field, Peyton Barber from five yards out, trying to recoup some of the damage in that opening half. And now I'm starting to feel a little bit better about that 41 over because uh, the line has shifted a little bit to the total at 44 and a half. But I still go back to it's just a mind-boggling thing when you look at Las Vegas at their 32-yard at their 25-yard line with 32 seconds to go. Denver's the number two-ranked defense in the National Football League. So for me, if I'm a Raider backer, I'm thinking like, what the hell am I doing trying to throw the football in the closing seconds of a first half in which I have a lead? But obviously, <laughs> that's not the case right now. They turned the football over, and Javante Williams got into the end zone. So it's a brand new half. I'm still chasing a couple of things, obviously, with Javante Williams. Carlson's over as well. Um, and still need a Drew Lock INT. So we need to find that sooner or later. But, guys, this will be a, a wild third and fourth quarter because both these teams are in must-win situations with time winding down in the regular season. Yeah, no question. And, David, I'm sure there's going to be somebody at the bar tonight going, you're not going to believe how I lost the Raiders first mm -hmm. half. Uh, that story will get retold uh, many times over. Uh, but, you know, it's aesthetically, when you just watch Drew Locke drop back and throw the football, the kid's got arm talent. I mean, there, no, there's no, no mistaking the talent. It's just to, to, like, what we were talking about with David in the first half, how much do they trust him? This is why John Elway loved this kid coming out of Missouri. But you go, man, can I win with the kid? But it showed you John Elway not really making the decisions there in Denver because George Payton, the right. new GM that they brought in, they went with Bridgewater because he doesn't turn the ball over. Now, Locke has not yet turned the ball over today, but this is a Broncos organization, and this is really a big game for them, not only for playoffs, but obviously to get some kind of a direction because, look, Vic Fangio, he is definitely on the hot seat. Yes. You're having the Bolin Trust is trying to sell the team. Uh, I, I've talked with our own Mike Pritchard about that, who's obviously a former Bronco, well-versed in how that organization is run. So, Who's going to buy this team? So this is like a team right now very much in limbo in an organization as well. Yeah, so let's find out that a lot of futures at stake here for the Broncos as they have the football back now around midfield with a third down. Meanwhile, the Steelers uh, taking over. They've got a second and two. We'll keep an eye there. Seattle taking back over right now up 17-14. Okay, odds to win the AFC is interesting because, again, you look at the Chiefs uh, and you go, wow, Plus 200, pre-flop today. They're going to coast, it looks like, to this victory against the Steelers as well. And you go, can anybody really challenge them? Again, the Bills went to Kansas City early this season and really laid them out. Mm -hmm. It was not a competitive football game. Can they do it again in January when the stakes are the highest, if they even get that opportunity? Or, Wes Reynolds, could you see another team? like the Patriots, like the Colts, like the Titans if they get Derrick Henry back. And who knows whether or not the Chargers are even going to make the postseason here. Bengals looking better there at 16-1 to preflop. What do you make of the challengers of the Chiefs to reign supreme well, in the AFC? Well, I think, look, uh, Indianapolis Colts uh, right there, they were 
up against it last night, and they have won, I believe, now nine of their last 12 games. Remember, they were 0-3 to start the season, right. and now they get a big win in Arizona. Probably not going to win the AFC South, but more than likely, if everything kind of holds the form here, you're probably going to see the Colts in like the five or the six seed playing maybe like a Buffalo in the first round. That's what it would be as of today. They've got better odds to win the AFC than do the Tennessee Titans, who are going to win the AFC South. And that's Mm -hmm. because Tennessee, we know they've been banged up. They have so many guys on injured reserve. They didn't really look that impressive on Thursday night, but they did get the win. I thought the 49ers actually outplayed them, right. but didn't get the win, and not not only not the cover, but not the win as well as road favorites. So Indianapolis is kind of that team that looks like they're on the come up and playing very well. I'm sure the Bengals are going to get to some support after they saw Joe Burrow throw for 500 yards today. So those are probably the two down the board, but I do think the Chiefs right now, they are cl- the best team in the AFC, or they're at least the team to beat. Buffalo, though, they got a big win that gave their backers some confidence earlier this afternoon. Yeah, absolutely. Again, Buffalo is the team for me, and I've got some small future plays on them, and I took them when they were kind of in their in their swoon. Because, again, mm-hmm. you and I talk about striking when the numbers are right. Yeah, right? And it, so, timing is everything. It absolutely is. So, again, a team early uh, pre-flop to begin the season not getting great value because they were the, the favorite to come out of the AFC. Now you can get them at, the, at a better number. I like the way they played today physically. If it was a rematch against the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game, I think they'd be a, they'd be a very live dog in that scenario. More points in Seattle. The Snover looking good. We'll discuss. You come back with us. It's the Green Zone on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to get Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shane and the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human-moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. bet be sure to visit vcn.com to check the current betting splits data this new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game you'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion data is available for money line over unders and against the spread bets betting splits are another way visa is here to make you a smarter better year round check out today's betting splits for every game at vcn.com dave ross back alongside wes reynolds and wes we got a boat race scenario Early mm-hmm. in Kansas City, inexplicable turnover by the Steelers. Just gave it right back to the Chiefs. And, well, you do that to the Chiefs too often. They didn't capitalize at the end of the first half. They did just now. 30 to nothing. KC, for more on this debacle by the Steelers, let's get back out to Tank Williams and Tank. One of my producers, I won't mention his name, Jacob Roach, he said he hopes he never sees Ben Roethlisberger throw another uh, t- touchdown pass. We might not see one today, Tank. It is looking ugly right now for the boys from the Steel City. Yeah, I don't know if we don't see one either. I mean, he gets the ball to one of his playmakers, Deontay Johnson, and then I don't know if the Pittsburgh Steelers receivers have bad juju or what, but the ball just slips out of his hand, and then it goes straight to a Chiefs defender, and then a few plays later, Patrick Mahomes throws a touchdown pass to Byron Pringle, and it's crazy that Mahomes has thrown three touchdown passes. Tyreek Hill only has two catches for 19 yards. And Travis Kelsey is probably somewhere in his hot tub <laughs> sipping on something, just enjoying this boat race right now. I mean, both of their superstars are putting in zero work today. 
and the Chiefs are just giving the Steelers the business. It's just unbelievable. Well, Tech, it's something Wes and I noted here where physically, the, the Chiefs are out physically, if that's a word, the Steelers. Mm-hmm. They're just beating them up, and that's what we thought the Steelers might do to the, to the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, you saw Darrell Williams on that one run play where he's giving the defensive tackle some chin music. Usually it's the other way around. I mean, we've seen that T.J. Watt is a little bit limited with those ribs, and so I think that was going to be the one impact player that can kind of disrupt that Kansas City Chiefs offense is getting T.J. Watt to Patrick Mahomes quickly, getting them off the spot, making them uncomfortable, trying to create some turnovers that way. But with T.J. Watt limited, Cam Haywood not being able to create any pressure up the middle, Patrick Mahomes has had his way with that Steelers defense. And, I mean, it seems like it's just going to be a pile-on right now. Unless, like Wes said, they just continue to just run the rock right now and try to take it easy on the Steelers and just kind of run out the clock, they're just going to keep bludgeoning them with whatever they throw at them because it seems like that Steelers defense has no answer for anything that Kansas City's throwing at them. Yeah, that was some poor tackling on that touchdown to Pringle a moment ago. 30 to nothing right now, minus 31.5 for Kansas City. 45 and a half on the total, kind of where it was pre-flop, basically. And you're talking about, oh, we don't want to see Roethlisberger throw a pass again. I don't think we want to see Mahomes do it either, to be honest with you. I think this is probably, I know that this is early in the third quarter and there's like eight and a half minutes left to go, so there's plenty of time. I certainly, if I was the number one seed in the AFC, wouldn't want my quarterback out there with a potentially frustrated and angry and physical, more often than not, Pittsburgh defense, taking shots at my quarterback. So this might be time for Andy Reid next series to go ahead and say, okay, you're done for the day. Put the visor on. Yeah, it could be. I mean, because of these crazy comebacks that Roethlisberger's had, it does seems very unlikely again today. Maybe they keep him in for one more possession. But to your point, at some point, you got to think you get him out of this ballgame. 30 to nothing. And I think we just had a big turnover. We do have a turnover here in Las Vegas. Looks like Derek Carr, and he's holding his left shoulder oh, boy. a little bit. He did get hit. Ball came loose. Looks like Denver has it. I don't know if it's Bradley Chubb. Again, he doesn't recover the Ooh. fumble. He was the guy that got the interception, by the way. Returned it to the one-yard line at the end of the first half. But uh, That's clearly he was, out. Uh, Johnny, I think it was Harris who actually got the uh, personal foul penalty, which was an egregious roughing the passer. The video is out there on social media if you want to see it. But nevertheless, looks like Denver is going to have the football. It is 14-13 Raiders. Denver plus a point and a half, minus 145, 40 and a half on the total. All right, let's get back out to Eric Edholm. We're getting plenty of points right now. The snow are looking really good here, Eric, because every time I look up, I see somebody doing a snow angel. What's the latest development? (laughs) That's right. Seattle's leading by 10. It's 24-14 as we are now in the break before the fourth quarter here. Interesting little development, though, after the the Seahawks uh, scored. Cairo Santos kicks off, gets walloped, uh, trying to make a tackle or, you know, whatever kickers do whenever they're close to a a uh, would-be ball carrier there. So I don't know what his status is. May affect the fourth down decisions here, whether Matt Nagy goes for it. I I mean, look, we're at the point where Nagy should probably go for most reasonable fourth downs anyway. We'll see what happens. But the Bears have now driven to the Seattle 15-yard line. They've uh, strung together some short pass plays here, moved the ball consistently. So... Bears are in striking range right now. They are down two scores. We'll see how they handle it. We'll see what the health of, uh, of Santos is. He got up pretty slowly uh, after being blocked out of the play on the kickoff uh, just a few minutes ago. Okay. Well, right now we're seeing that now 53 and a half uh, for that adjusted total as the points continue to come in our potential snow. Mm-hmm. And by the way, uh, back to Las Vegas really quickly, Derek Carr was holding his shorter 
or his shoulder rather, off the field after that sack. Reminder that Marcus Mariota is on the COVID list. Oh. So I believe if Carr cannot come back, this might be Nathan Peterman. Time. Nathan I, I Peterman? believe he is active. I am checking that as we speak. Wow. Nathan Peterman. And Carr is headed back to the medical tent per our buddy Adam Hill of the Las Vegas oh Review Journal that covers the Raiders. So it looks like uh, Nathan Peterman's going to be taking the field next time for the Silver and Black. Uh, not good news at all. You know, the Steelers are trying to make a drive again down 30 to nothing. Seven minutes to go there in the third quarter. We'll keep an update there. But let's get to David Gascon for more on what just transpired and a lot just did where it looked like maybe they missed a face mask on Josh Jacobs. They didn't call it. Then the next play, you get a you get a sack, you get a fumble, and then you get a potential injury, disaster striking the home team. Yeah, this is brutal. As you guys have just mentioned, it Shelby Harris with the strip sack, Draymond Jones with the fumble recovery. It was right around the 35-40 yard line. And the Raiders were a golden opportunity away from at least tacking on three points. It was third down. Sakar was left in a position to throw the football, and he had to throw the football in order to get a first down. But nevertheless, they could not convert. Denver takes over the football with really good field position as it stands. In fact, in the first half, their average field position to open up a drive was at the 38-yard line. And so this will continue to trend. But they didn't move the ball at great frequency in the opening half. They got a gift from Carr just before the end of the first half. And now they have a great deal of confidence with their defense. Again, the number two defense, in the entire national football league has come up with takeaways and some key stops. And so now we'll see what happens with Derek Carr, both these teams fighting for their playoff live with the equal seven and seven records. Obviously the winner of this ball game can at least put themselves in a position because we see what's happening at Arrowhead right now with the Steelers getting shellacked by the Kansas City Chiefs, but a lot of time to go in this affair. But if you're a Raiders backer right now, or even a Raiders fan, I mean, you have to wait with a bated breath and just see if your your quarterback can come back out for the third quarter. Yeah, it, it really is. It's one of those situations here. You see if the if the Broncos might be able to take advantage, and right now they're going to have a third down. Looks like they're going to give them a first down, tight roping the sideline there. So if they're able to to flip the script here and take the lead, you got to figure out what's up with David Clark, or else it would be Nathan Peterman. Carr, by the way, in the blue tent. Ugh. Nathan Peterman is starting to warm up. Does not have his helmet on as of yet. Las Vegas Raiders are now plus a point and a half, minus a dollar five forty and a half on the total. All right, so 14-13, and they did give the Broncos that first time. They ran to the line to get it off before that potential challenge could happen. So uh, it was going to be a close call either way, but they do get the benefit of that call. The Steelers right now, another drop by Deontay Johnson on what would be an easy first down. And again, 30 to nothing, fourth and 11. There is a flag down, so we'll, we'll monitor that situation. And the Bears have a fourth and one right now uh, inside the 10-yard line of the Seattle Seahawks. And they, of course, are going for it down by 10. So Nick Foles and company trying to officially capitalize. What was your preflop uh, over under? It was 40 and a half. So uh, I wouldn't oh. mind a three here, but I do oh, think uh, we shall see. This if is going to be one of those left foot, right foot John Madden deals. Yeah, there's still 12 and a half minutes here. Seattle thinks they held and they just may have. Uh, we shall see. This is probably going to be measured, but 40 and a half was my total. I know there was 41s out there. So 24 to 14 currently. Just into the fourth quarter, about a little over 12 and a half to go. And that was fourth down. The, the official signaled fourth down still, unless this is University of Missouri, I think that's a turnover on downs. Mm-hmm. We'll see about that. Uh, the Steelers do continue that drive. They're down about the 23-yard line of the Chiefs. And a big third down here early for Drew Locke as they've got a third and seven. Uh, and it looks like they're going to be just short, Cortland Sutton, of a first down 
fourth and one yeah. there. Chicago, by the way, got the spot, but there is going to be a challenge. The red hanky thrown by Pete Carroll on the Seattle sideline. So they did give him the spot. I don't know how you can overturn this, but nevertheless, Pete Carroll is going to try a challenge here. Mm. 24 to 14 currently. Seattle leading over the Chicago Bears, so no live price right now up. The only live price up at BetMGM. Kansas City minus 28.5, 46.5 on the total, slightly juiced to the over as the Steelers are in Kansas City territory. Okay, 55-yard attempt here for uh, Brandon McManus. He certainly has the leg, but the accuracy is another question. That is no good. Had plenty of leg on it. And by the way, after the Steelers got a first down, they called an unsportsmanlike conduct against James Washington. You want to talk about ticky-tack. Mm-hmm. That would define ticky-tack when you see this one on social media. Derek Carr, by the way, out of the tent, sitting on the sideline. We'll see if he checks in next drive. All right, only 13 seconds to go in the third quarter there. Come on back. It's the Green Zone on these and the Sports Betting Network. Save 50% off of VEASAN all-access subscription for the rest of football season with our big game special. Get access to our in-depth matchup analysis, trends, and picks for every game and sport on the schedule, including our exclusive betting splits showing you where the money is going on every single game. Sign up today. You're also going to get our daily best bet emails, weekly betting guides, 24-7 video, plus our all-new College Bowl betting guide covering every bowl game for only $39 at VEASAN.com. Slash subscribe. Dave Ross on side. West Reynolds here on the Green Zone on Beeson. It looks like in the Snover game, the Bears are attempting a 35-yard field goal at 24-14. This would just about do it. Cairo is good. He is so good. Depending on your number, by the way, a lot of 41s out there. I got 40 and a half. So at least at the bare minimum, you're pushing pretty much at the market close, and that's what it was at BetMGM. Still 10 and a half minutes left to go to get that score to cover all numbers for the Snover. Okay, and right now the Steelers are going to have a fourth down and 10 at about the 11-yard line as they try to get on the board for the first time. Does assuming... he kick here to avoid that shutout? You know how some coaches are. Yeah. But I wonder if he's just going to say to hell with it. We're getting our you-know-what's kicked in here. We're just going to go for it on 4th and 10 from the 11-yard line. All right, and we'll see what's going on in Las Vegas where the Raiders right now uh, avoided a disaster with the turnover, and then they, uh, the Broncos subsequently missed field goal, David. So right now, two teams offensively again find themselves stuck in the mud. Stuck in the mud after that turnover you just alluded to with Derek Carr. Brian McMass tried a 55-yard field goal and missed it by about 10 yards wide left. Uh, Raiders have crossed midfield. It was third down and short. Came up about a half an inch short of the first down marker. Went for and fourth down. Derek Carr got it on a quarterback sneak. And right now, another promising drive, but great field position as the Raiders have a one-point lead right now. The over-under is slated right now at about 38-and-a-half, so we'll see if Las Vegas can add to their one-point lead. Guys, so far, for as good as Denver's been this season on the ground, ranked eighth in the league in rushing, they have a mere 17 yards rushing between Drew Locke Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon. So that's an area of concern right now for the road team. All right. Yeah, this has been dominant by the Raiders, by the way, doubling now the Denver Broncos in yards, but still only a one-point game in the fourth quarter. And speaking of points, Pittsburgh finally has some on the board. Uh, they get a false start there. They were going to go for it. Only three points there for Chris Boswell. So now 30-3, to three, minus 28.5, 45.5 at BetMGM. All right, 45.5 at BetMGM take, Williams, is bringing back in. So again... 33 total points. Do you expect now 
you get some garbage time TDs to get that over tank? I mean, we may, we, we may get there. I mean, we have about a little over three minutes left here in the third quarter. I mean, I think that the Pittsburgh Steelers at some point will score a touchdown. I mean, I'd like to see them get a couple more. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Kansas City gets another touchdown as well, even with them trying to run out the clock. But I do think that they'll probably keep Patrick Mahomes in. I, I don't see them really sitting him right now. If anything, it'll be later on in the fourth quarter. What you may see is Tyreek Hill being on the bench the rest of the way just because he was dealing with COVID this week. And then you'll see a heavy dose of all those young players, Byron Pringle, uh, Nicole Hartman, and all those guys finishing it up. Uh, Frank Gore's little baby step cousin, Derek Gore, who had a good showing in one of those drives. So I think that's what you'll see. And that's one way to kind of take your foot off the gas without completely doing it. Yet I still think that we'll see Patrick Mahomes in it for most of the way. And then that may lead to us getting some additional points, whereas you may think that, you know, the 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 brace would, you know, go totally on and then we'll just kind of skid here somewhere in the 30s as far as like the total points. Yeah, again, we've seen this game script so many times before. Sometimes, you know, probably keep them in one more time, Mahomes, at least get it to the fourth quarter before they really take mm-hmm. the the, uh, the gloves off fully here. So uh, really it just feels like that's the only thing still in play is the over-under. Because yeah. obviously, if you took the Steelers plus 10, that would be a miracle back to a cover. 46 and a half, the current live total at BetMGM. By the way, the closer on this was about 44 and a half. So the money did come for the under. Yep. So we shall see. And maybe with Tomlin going ahead to cut it to make it a four-score game, what was a uh, four-score game to a four-score game, basically, <laughs> with that uh, cowardly field goal by Mike Tomlin, probably going to mean that Tank is going to be right, that Mahomes is getting one more series at least. And again, a couple missed field goals, one by each team, and a missed extra point that's helped keep that total down so far. So 33-and-a-half, but some points certainly have been left off the field by the kickers today. Right now, the Raiders are moving it uh, deep into Denver territory. They've got a first down now, 14-13 lead, and that clock is starting to become an mm-hmm. issue here as they are inside of 10 minutes to go here in regulation. And right now, one-score game out there in the Pacific Northwest with the Seahawks holding on to that seven-point lead there against the Bears. And uh, Eric at home, I, I do wonder, okay, we'll, we'll get out to Eric in a second. This game's getting chippy. Like, mm-hmm. you would think, all right, two non-playoff teams. You mentioned the, the kicker kind of getting blasted there. I do wonder now, these teams are not these teams are not taking off anything, Eric. They're still playing hard and going after each other for two non-playoff teams. Yeah, they are, right? And credit to Cairo Santos for making that last field goal and credit the Bears for hanging with this thing. Obviously, I'm sure Nagy's motivated to uh, you know, either you know, keep his uh, above 500 record or try to hang on to his job, what have you. The Bears players are seemingly fighting hard for him, and Seattle as well is doing their part. So, yeah, it looks like we've got a competitive game here. And whether or not or what number you got the total at if you played that number, uh, you know, you still might need a little bit of work here, but it does look like these teams are kind of going back and forth as we sit at the 10 minute mark uh, in Seattle leading 24 to 17 still as they rip off another long run Rashad Penny down the sideline for uh, it looks like 32 yards by my count down to the Bears 14 yard line. So back and forth we go here uh, in scoring range. Yeah, this is definitely they are gashing Chicago in the run mm-hmm. game here uh, so far all afternoon long as they get down inside the 10 minute mark to go there in regulation. We mentioned the Raiders with a big drive. That is stalled out now as the Broncos get another stop, and Derek Carr still looks like he is laboring a little bit there. Yeah. 
they're going to have to settle for a field goal. Now it's going to be a long variety. Boy, and you look at it. They're only up one point, and you look at what the Raiders have done. 301 total yards, wow. 139 for Denver. Raiders 5.2 a play, Denver 4.2, but still going to be a one-score game even if Daniel Carlson can make this. All right, so this is a very important field goal here potentially for the Raiders, and again, Raider backers if you laid one, uh, which is what it closed here, one, one and a half. So, again, right now up by one, potentially up by four with Daniel Carlson, who has been money at home as he drills that one. Uh, no doubt about a 41-yard attempt is good. So 17-13 now, the silver and black take that lead. The Chiefs have another first down here. About two minutes to go now. They yeah. start running clock here, as you can tell. Yeah, and they haven't thrown the ball once. Yeah, they're running Gore and Williams here. By the way, Edward Solaret is a collarbone so he is not going to return for the rest of the game. And they really don't need him to, quite frankly. And they don't really need Mahomes to throw passes no. either because they're absolutely getting the yards they need against this Raiders or the Steeler defense. And it's really the surprise that the Steeler defense is just getting so, oh. I'll make up a word, out-physicaled here and giving up these uh, these yardage. 23 first downs, by the way, for Kansas Oof. City, just 10 for the Steelers. Yeah, that's not something you expect to see. All right, let's talk about Offensive Rookie of the Year here. And certainly, I, I feel like when you looked at it and you said three weeks ago, well, this is over. It's it's MAC-10. It's New, it's New England. Mm-hmm. And then in victory, when he only threw three passes on a Monday night in Buffalo, I think people started to go, okay, what's, go, what's going on here? And then a very indifferent, and that's being kind, performance against Indianapolis. And then today, another one in a loss to mm-hmm. the Buffalo Bills. So while he's still the overwhelming favorite here at minus 800, Jamar Chase, nice nice game today. He has had, I think last week only had one catch yes. for like three yards. So that really hinders it here. And I don't think, I don't know that Jalen Waddle or Najee Harris are really uh, on the board here any, anymore. It is a two-horse race, but what do you make of those two horses? Yeah, and, and look, I think Jones is still probably going to win the award. If the, even if they don't win the division, they got the Patriots back in the playoffs. Remember, they did not make the playoffs last year, so... You know, he's going to get the credit for that, you know, and the whole staff, really. So I think it's still Jones's to uh, lose. Uh, Chase is probably the only one that can win. I just think those guys are too far down. Najee Harris, look, uh, what is Pittsburgh doing in the running game today? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So, and I think Waddle is a little too far down the board because Miami, quite frankly, a lot of attention hadn't been paid to them because they hadn't been very good. So I still think that this is Jones's to lose. Am I going to lay that price with them? Not on your life. No, not at all. And again, uh, Mac Jones right now, again, unless a really horrendous final two games in the regular season, you got to think he's going to win this award. But there still is a chance for Jamar Chase, especially if they win that division. He does something else big with Joe Burrow. That could switch the, the voters' minds. Russell Wilson, by the way, took a long sack that made this field goal a little bit longer. Still makeable, 39 yards for Jason Myers, but he did not make it. So uh, if you have over 41, the Snover is a uh, – uh, Pushver right now, <laughs> twenty-four to seventeen. Seattle Bears with the football, still seven and a half left to go. Oh, and again, uh, end of three now in Kansas City, thirty to three. Chiefs driving though, just running the ball. They have not thrown it once on this drive, but they are sufficiently keeping that defense uh, on the field here and that offense just milking clock now. Raiders with that seventeen thirteen lead, seven and a half minutes to go as Denver takes over now, down four. That's a very meaningful game, not just in the standings, but certainly depending on where you got that number all around ones and zeros all week long, that is still very much in the balance there. And Jimmy Ott's going to join us in the very next segment as we look ahead to Monday Night Football between Miami and New Orleans. 
Jimmy will get his breakdown from ESPN Baton Rouge. Come on back. It's the Green Zone right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my That's my game. <laughs> Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like very of all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. The King of Sportsbooks welcomes you with a lock of the year. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any pro football game, and if any team scores a touchdown, you're going to win 200 bucks in free bets regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use the bonus code VEASAN200 when you make your very first bet. 
Enjoy football like never before with BetMGM special offers all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com. Use the bonus code VEASAN200 to win $200 in free bets if any team simply scores a touchdown. Eligibility restrictions to apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. This is the Green Zone here on VEASAN. Chiefs have tacked on a field goal. So 33-3, that game is over, but the over-under still in doubt, but looking better for the under with that field goal. And the Raiders just got a huge stop on Denver. Now, there's four and a half minutes to go there. Long fourth down for, for Vic Fangio, about his own 45. Does he trust his defense? Two timeouts? Does he punt the football? Or does he go for it on fourth and 16? Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know if he really has much of a choice here. Four and a half, two timeouts. I think he probably is going to trust his defense here. By the way, Seattle in Chicago territory, but it is going to be second and long. Of course, they did just miss a 39-yarder by Jason Myers. So, if you're following the Snover right now, it's pretty much a push. Mm. Most numbers, 41 you know, there were a couple 40 and a halves. I was able to scoop one up, but hopefully all the numbers get there for everybody. All right. Well, Denver did punt the football. The Raiders are going to have the ball at about their own 11-yard line. We'll keep an eye on those games as they come down the stretch. Always a pleasure to have Jimmy Ott join us here at ESPN Baton Rouge, host of Jimmy Ott's Game Time. Jimmy, great to have you back in the program with me and Wes. And let's talk about what we might expect to see tomorrow night down there in New Orleans. Obviously, uh, no Taysom Hill, and this line just moved precipitously in the favor of the Dolphins to the point now two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road, and we get it, no Taysom Hill, but are you surprised with that big a line move without Taysom in there? Uh, not really, because uh, if you've noticed, when the when the, uh, the information comes in on the COVID casualties and you know, lost players, um, I mean, the betting public is just pounding. Uh, the team that's, uh, you know, fading the team that's had these, uh, suffered these injuries. Like last night with two and a half, uh, Arizona, but with Clinton Nelson and uh, Darius Leonard and, uh, and another offensive lineman, they're announcing they're going to be out. They, they bet uh, Arizona the three and minus 15, minus 20 at a lot of spots. So, no, as far as that is concerned, I mean, it's a trick bag. I, I don't know what to expect. I mean, Ian Book is the fourth, is his first start ever, the fourth different starting quarterback for the Saints this year. We always debated or uh, we we had discussions about who was better as far as the Breeze Sean Payton uh, combination, and he he was having a, a really nice start when uh, Jameis Winston was at five and two. But Trevor Simeon he played well in the San Francisco game where he came in. Jameis uh, hurt his uh, he hurt his knee, but after that it's been a disaster. As far as Taysom Hill is, the funny thing about that when Breeze first got injured and they put Teddy in there. They, they didn't use the Taysom packages anymore. And I'm like, wait a minute. They're going to use Taysom packages for a Hall of Famer, but not for Teddy Bridgewater. So Sean Payton was in fear of him getting hurt. But this year, because they've suffered so much, they struggled so much on offense, that with Taysom Hill's in there and quarterbacking, they run a lot of Taysom packages still because they need it. I mean, they need every little uh, advantage that they can have when it comes to offensive football. So, I mean, Ian Book, I actually think the passing game may be better, more fluid with him than you know, Taysom Hill. But having Taysom Hill one of the few weapons out of this game, it does hurt. 
Jimmy, uh, the uh, reports down there were that they called the aforementioned Drew Brees, and also I know Phillip Rivers had mentioned something. You know, maybe New Orleans, if I get done coaching uh, my kids' team and whatnot, I would going to come back, and then he declined, so it is going to be Ian Book. Uh, what are we hearing on the two tackles? Because we know that they have been out for New Orleans, Ramchick and Armstead. I'm, you know, it's uh, we're gonna have to wait till the uh, the inactive list comes out. But um, I mean, both are uh, both are questionable, obvious. So as I watch Kansas City scoop one up and almost go into the end zone, but they, um, it's you know, this is this part of it, West, and that's the one thing where Drew Brees, and because his arm strength and his injury to his shoulder, kind of you know diminishes skills. They just nobody respected him throwing the ball downfield. But one thing that one Drew Brees, a lot of things that he did. They'd have linemen out. They'd have bats out. They'd have receivers out. Everybody was out, but he could still manage to uh, move the football. It hasn't been the case this year, and that's why they've leaned so heavily on their defense, which is which is legit. They're very good. I mean, they had Tom Brady cursing that Dennis Allen for breaking <laughs> his uh, computer, the whole bit. But uh, it, it'll be it'll be popping in the dome. They love their Saints, you know, in a primetime game, but. You know, against this Dolphins team, their one impressive win was on Thursday night against Baltimore. Uh, every other win in this streak right now for them is pretty much Cupcake City. Talking with Jimmy Ott here, of course, of ESPN Baton Rouge, host of Jimmy Ott's Game Time. And, Jimmy, right now we do have some drama. You mentioned that the Chiefs have a first and goal scenario against the Steelers after another takeaway from Ben Roethlisberger. The Bears to get the football back and a personal foul against Seattle. So for all those Bears backers out there, we'll keep you updated there as the Bears down 7 try to drive the ball out, and the Raiders got a big first down three minutes to go there as they try to milk clock up 17-13 in the final minutes there against the Broncos. But, Jimmy, let's get back to this football game here. And when you look at uh, potentially what you might see from Ian Book, from a game script perspective, obviously not a points, a lot of points are expected because you watch Tua and the way Brian Flores uh, calls games for Miami. They normally are very shall we say, um, they don't take the most chances, Jimmy. Do you expect this game to be yeah. played close to the vest with uh, a quarterback maybe they don't trust so much in Miami and with Ian Book getting the start? Without a doubt. Uh, I think, I think you know, he's going to make some things easy for Book. The problem is with Kamara, he, he helps out a, a quarterback so much, but everybody's on him. They're not letting him breathe, and, and rightfully so. I wouldn't as well. But, you know, I like the under, obviously, but it's going for 41 to 36 and a half. And I think that, I mean, 36 and a half for a, a, an, an NFL game indoors. So <laughs> I think that might be a little bit of an overreaction. I think, Book, I think Book will be surprisingly calm, composed, and breathe. And uh, Peyton will give him some things. They love the screen game. And I don't care who it's been, from Pierre Thomas to Alvin Kamara to Darren Sproles. The Saints really know how to execute the screen game. That's something to get you in the rhythm, which I think we'll do with Book. I, I, I believe that the passing game will be actually better with the in-book than Jason. Uh, a couple quick updates here. Seattle, uh, or the Bears rather, now at the Seattle 11. Two-minute warning, 24-17 to 17 as the Bears trying to get into the back door. you got to think if they score a touchdown, they'll go for two. Mm-hmm. Chiefs get a Roethlisberger fumble, a sack fumble, now down to the Pittsburgh seven-yard line. It is 33-3, to 12 minutes left to go. And the Raiders get a big first That's down. Denver out of timeouts. Only the two-minute warning stops the clock. That's it. Raiders about to go to eight and seven. All they got to do is take three knees, and that game will be over there. So the Raiders are going to get a huge win 
uh, against uh, Denver 17-13 will be the final. And, uh, Jimmy, I know we talked about tomorrow night's game, but what's your thoughts on tonight? Washington and Dallas, kind of the end of the line right now for Washington because it looks like Dallas, by the way, is going to clinch the division. With the Raiders with the Raider win, that's a strength of victory. So Dallas going to be your NFC East champions before they even take the field tonight. Washington's getting the money, though. This was 10, 10 and a half all week. Now seeing nine. What's your thoughts on tonight's matchup? Yeah, in, initial reaction that they're going to have so many guys back from what they had on Tuesday night against Philadelphia. And, I mean, a divisional game, I think they will be okay. It'll be very competitive. Certainly Dallas is, is, is you know, expect them to win. But I think Washington can hang in there tonight. And, you know, they – they had some breaks fall their way in Philadelphia to build that 10 nothing lead, but uh, this will be there. There'll be, you know, more just a healthier roster, and I think that's a, a spot where look, man, they were an extra point away from covering the first time against uh, Dallas at home. So I think a little bit too inflated, and I'm just wondering about that since the injury, since it's not quite the same uh, the same type of performance. I mean, that Giants game was ugly. Last week, they did nothing. And the Giants turned it over all over the Washington's a better defense than the Giants. I think they're coming back to close to full strength. They'll be much more competitive tonight. I like the points. Yeah, I, I think it should be a competitive football game. That's for sure. And as Jimmy, as you always know, those two teams, whenever they get after it with anything on the line, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it's going to be very, very competitive to say the least. Hey, Jimmy, appreciate the time and the information. Again, check them out at ESPN Baton Rouge, host of Jimmy Orr's Game Time. Thanks, Jimmy. We'll catch up again, again yes, soon, Jimmy. Anytime. Thanks, guys. You bet, Jimmy. Thank you. All right, Jimmy Ott, always great to have him on the program. Looks like the Chiefs are going to settle for a field goal after having that first and goal scenario. The Bears right now are deep in the heart at the two-minute warning, so we're going to see if they can possibly tie this and then go for the win is what you would suspect. Field goal is good for Kansas City, 36-3 there. Under still barely hanging on. Wow. And Nick Foles. Fumble the football. We'll see if the Bears got back on it. Oh, my goodness. Drama in Seattle. Come on back. It's the Green Zone here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today.
Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.